Hello, my friendly nerds, and welcome back to The Last Nerds on Earth Presents The Five Crystals. I'm your host this week, Andrew. I play your favorite potato, Carly, the magical fire genasi. I would like to introduce you to a couple of nerds. Actually, a couple of shows ran by super cool nerds. Critical Catastrophe is a blog recently turned podcast. The host Sarah is super cool and even had our DM Jack on for an interview on episode three. There's not only a unique podcast format to this, it's super fun to listen to. You can check it out at criticalcatastrophe.com. Next up is Character Arcana. This is not only a D&D play podcast, but a comedy D&D play podcast. They're super friendly, and I would even dare to say awesome. You can check them out on Twitter at Character Arcana. Next up, I would like to thank our current patrons. Oh yeah, Miner17, McD, Gamer Mom Luna, and our newest patron, John Diffley. Thank you so much for your support. Last time you were with us, our group wasn't able to get a good night's sleep. They had a battle with twig and vine creatures, ending with a coconut hunt. Oliver had one of the worst dreams of his life, and they stumbled across a few zombies. Will they find the creature they are looking for? Will Alagrax use his coconut again? Find out right now. So I reckon uh, I'll hit them with my sword. Uh, you guys hit the the, the see, uh, rain. You hit them with your uh, point pointy stick things, Carly. Use those uh, use those fingers. Can I burn them? Do, do they do they burn? I'm gonna see if they burn. Well, I suppose they probably do. You guys basically have whatever actions you want to do to do. Okay, so. How about this? Uh, Oliver and Rain will go to the opposite sides and flank them. We'll stealth yes. around behind them and flank them, while you uh, you guys you know get their attention from the front. That way, we, hopefully, we can take him out quickly and just efficiently. Allegrax, I will also let you know um, these are the only ones you sense in that sixty foot radius. Okay, perfect. There's not any. I mean, technically, there could be some behind some trees. I'm just going to let you know there's not. Okay. I got to ask, are undead inherently evil? They are neutral evil. They're generally not too friendly, though. They're super dumb. Which means we probably we could probably just leave them the fuck alone and move on. Yeah, can, can we just walk around them? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to fight anything I put in front of you unless it's actively attacking you. You can very much move around these guys if you want to. Yeah, I know people that weren't too friendly, but I'm not going to go and try to demolish them. This may not be the only encounter you run into today. Yeah, if if we don't have to fight these guys, maybe we should try to actually just bypass them because... Oliver's already trying to walk past them. Okay, roll me a stealth mm. check. 16? 16. You move uh, in a large loop around them. And they do not notice you. 21. For me to stealth pass. You're fine. Stealth is fine. You're moving all the way through. You're you're not stepping on any twigs. You're moving past bushes. So they, those guys are essentially 30 feet to the right going around them. Rain and Oliver. Uh, hey, Algress, you, you want to just go around? No need well, wasting energy. We probably have bigger guys to fight later, I'm sure. On the one hand, coconut. On the other <laughs> hand... Actually, I can't think of another hand. It's a coconut. You do love that coconut. Well, I'm poking my head out of the bush and just waiting up. for him to come. <laughs> Listen, I'm a, I'm not very stealthy, but uh, we'll we'll give it a try. And if all else fails, if they coconut. notice you, then then we'll we'll do some coconut action. If I turn back and see Allegrax even contemplating that coconut, I'm gonna be like, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing like the uh, the Hamlet thing with like the skull in my hand. It's just like coconut. It's just like to attack uh, or not to attack. To attack. That is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, <laughs> or to smash these guys' skulls in with a coconut. At which point you would hear a loud whisper of "bad allegrax." 
that. <laughs> so we do it. What do you do? Alright, I'm I'm gonna try to sneak by in my heavy armor. Go ahead. Oh great. So what does a so I rolled disadvantage. Yep. Uh both of them were natural ones. Which subtracts, which subtracts to zero. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Harley, you haven't moved yet, correct? I have not moved yet, no. Okay. I want to make a ruling that Allegrax should never do stealth shit. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is. I agree. Attempt, clunk, so, clunk, clunk. Um, <laughs> is moving through the, the swamp and he's doing a pretty bad job of it you hear his armor scraping against like rock <laughs> and trees and then all of a sudden he trips and he drops his coconut oh, into the murky water no and he falls over and the three zombies turn towards him Carla roll me a stealth check just real quick 13 plus 4 17 Okay, they move towards Allegrax, arms sort of, sort of outstretched. Uh, everybody roll initiative. <laughs> well, since they don't see me, can I attack before initiative? Yeah, so you three have a surprise round, so I'll let you guys okay. do surprise rounds before we get into it. But uh, Okay, we'll roll it first, though. Yeah, roll it. And then just let me know. Uh, well, no, don't let me know. You guys go ahead and do your surprise round first. And if you guys got a bad roll, you got lucky, you can re-roll. I'm going to pick uh, whichever undead is close to me. And I'm just going to... They're sort of in a triangle. They're about five... Uh, sorry, not five. They're about 25 feet away from you right now. Uh, but okay. they're moving towards Allegrax. So you can hit the one in the front, the one to the back right, or one to the back left. Uh, I'll hit the one to the back left. Just gonna move in. It's gonna be a nat one for the first attack. Holy shit. <laughs> Pull back and release the string, but it wasn't seen. No, I'm, I'm, I'm using I'm using swords. Oh, you're using swords. So oh. yeah. Wait, so you're running up to them? Yeah, I'm slipping up behind them. Okay, so the way I was imagining this is Allegrax was coming in your direction as well. He made it about halfway to where <laughs> you guys were and then fell over. So oh. they're, they're moving towards you, but looking at Allegrax. So about halfway I between mean, I, you and Carla. I could do this with a bow. I have a bow. You have a bow? Yeah. Okay, well, unfortunately. I don't have a bow anymore? <laughs> you still have a bow, but the arrow that you let loose, like the string comes back and whaps you on the finger. And so you drop that arrow and hang on. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you like one bludgeoning damage <laughs> from a, from the string. Because it got you good. Ooh. <laughs> Ouch. Oh uh, finger. Oliver, what do you want to do? Okay. I'm gonna look at my ring of teleportation sort of quizzically and I'm going to put my hand out towards the undead let's say the, the one closest to me and I'm going to think teleport and I want it to teleport into the side of its head <laughs> I don't know how to use this thing but I'm giving it a shot <laughs> uh, alright let me, let me think about this this is kind of an attack but it's also that's what I was going for but it's also not because you're just teleporting it. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, one second there's not a ring in your brain, that, then another there is. That's got to do something, right? Yeah. Huh. Roll me an arcana check to see if you can sort of guide this into that. Kind of <laughs> Will a 19 do it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is a dangerous precedent, and I might have to take this away from you. We'll see. But you concentrate so hard, you start sweating, and then finally the ring pops off of your finger. And which one were you going for? The one closest to me. The one closest to you. So let's. So let's say. Well, it, it would be the one uh, like right. It, no, it'd be the one right, right in the front, essentially. Okay. So let me let me lay this out because I might have 
confused you guys. From what I'm looking at, Carly, you're down farthest to the south. Allegrax, you are to the northeast of him, about 15 feet. And then um, Oliver and Rain, you are to the northeast of Allegrax, about 15 feet. The zombies yeah, are that's about the what I... upper left, so they'd be like northwest of Allegrax, if you're looking down on top of this map. They're to the northwest of Allegrax, about 25, 30 feet. Does that, does that line everybody up all right? Or do I need to try to explain it a different way? I got it. Yeah, I think I got it. Yeah, I got it. Trying to, I know we don't have a board or a map, so I'm trying to, I mean, it's a podcast, so. Yeah, it works out. So let's say the one in the front stops moving and then crumples to the ground and sinks into the water a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Carly, it is your move. All right, I'm going to cast Firebolt to the one that's closest to me, so it would be the one that was right, I guess. The left, okay. They're coming in a triangle. Got it. So that one. That's only a 10. 10 hits. Oh, nice. Yeah, roll some damage. All right, so that's 2d10. That is a 5 plus 4, 9. Nine, you launch firebolt and it strikes it right into the breast and it starts smoldering a little bit and it reels back a touch but it keeps coming forward it said ten right or no no nine nine sorry okay right okay so let's roll initiative let's go 20 to 25 I got 20 on right okay 15 to 20 17. I got 17. Okay. 10 to 15. 11. Uh, 12. Rain, it's your go. You've got two zombos. The one to the left of the triangle. There's two of them left. The one to the left has been lit a little bit on a fire. Okay. I'm going to attack. You know what? I'm going to use my two weapons to attack both of them because I get two attacks. So. One one swipe for both. I'm just gonna move up behind them and shoo shoo. Because okay. they're not that far apart, are they? No no no. They're they're right yeah. next to each other. So you wanna slice into each into one each? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I'm assuming you're using your bonus action to imbue your weapons or you're just Uh yeah, uh I'm using my dreadful strike on the one so my first attack will be on the one that's been already damaged a bit. And then my second attack I'll use my dreadful strike. Right, but you have to use a bonus action to imbue the weapon. Yes. So if you're trying to attack again, you would be trying to use your bonus action to attack. No, I get two attacks. Oh, duh. Because you're fucking... Yeah, okay. I bet, dude. Yeah, my my thing is the one that gives <laughs> an extra on a bonus. No, 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 no. I thought, I thought he only got one attack per action. Okay, so... You have imbued your weapons and you are attacking by all means. Go ahead. I forgot we were level five at this point. So this is for the first zombie. The one on the left, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's a shit-tastic roll and an eight. Uh, eight hits. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, you just uh, matched his armor class. Let's do some damage to that guy. Eight damage to him. So you cut through him and you start to see this like, black ooze come out of him a little bit. Uh, and his left arm falls off. And then the second guy, 19. 19? Yeah. Oh, to, to hit. hit? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that hits. Uh, a total of, oh, man, nine damage to him. I didn't roll well on my damage. That's all right. That's all right. So you uh, you slice through. You run up to these two guys. Your swords begin glowing, and you're like, <laughs> you shish kebab the first one on the left, and then you cut, boom, 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 a couple of shallow strikes that hurt it. <laughs> and so they're still up, but uh, <laughs> they're looking pretty hurt. The one on the left is oozing black blood all over the place. And the one on the right has started to bleed as well. So Oliver, it is your turn. Uh, Carly, you're after him. Or no, sorry, Allegrax, you're after him. I'm just going to sort of do the same thing Rain did, but with both my daggers. Okay. Run up and make me two attacks. Uh, first one to the left, correct? Yes. Okay. So that's a 16 for the first one. Hits. Roll damage. It's a seven. Seven. You leap up 
and slice his head off. Bing! And it tumbles nice. off of his body. Uh, so roll me uh, an attack roll on the second one. Uh, 17 plus 7. I'm not, I'm not doing math, but I know it hits. That hits, yeah. <laughs> Damage. You also get and another 7. Attack. Sneak attack bonus. Cool. Yeah. So that was another 7. Okay. Total? Uh, no, no, no. And then 3d6 for sneak attack. Another 10. Another 10. So 17, so 17 total. total. All right. Uh, how do you want to kill him? Probably just the same way. Slice like the same off. way I killed the first one. Slice the, slice the other one's head off. So this is what I'm imagining. Rain goes up, <laughs> does some serious damage, and then he's sort of like bent over a little bit, and right behind him, Oliver's running. He leaps off of his back, does like a spin move in the middle of them, and lands, and their heads just <laughs> flop off on either side, and they crumple to the ground. Hell yeah. Hell yeah? Hell yeah, that's exactly how it happened. Hell nice. yeah, it was. <laughs> I like that. That was badass. I'm okay with that. That, that was pretty badass. We call that the uh, <laughs> the the halfling catapult. Uh, so you guys are out of initiative. <laughs> the battle is won. There you go. What do you do? All right, so uh, I'm, I'm going to unprone myself. <laughs> so uh, uh, you get up off of that. Right, well, first I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab my coconut. All right. Obviously, make me an investigation check. Investigate. Oh, Try to find it. It's uh, a ten. Ten. With some struggling, you are able to find it. It's nice. covered in mud and muck, and you see like a, a fairly large centipede crawling around it. I'm gonna smash the centipede with the coconut. Okay. <laughs> do I reduce it to zero hit points? Uh, you do. There we go. That's not a plus one. <laughs> Uh, you said a creature. It's a foe. A, centip- a centipede is a creature. No, the, the description you gave me is for every ten creatures killed That's with right. it. I'm not letting you smush insects for plus. How many? Plus. How many insects is one creature? Uh, a hundred. A hundred insects. Each, each insect is a creature. An insect is totally a creature. You are not going to argue with me <laughs> about the magic item that I gave you. I'm not letting you smush insects to get a plus 40 fucking coconut. That is not going to happen. I'm putting my foot Insects down. are like coins. You had to get a hundred of them to get a life. If you get a hundred insects. <laughs> Alright, so I gotta... Make you make rolls on each insect and if you miss you don't get to attack that insect anymore it's so weird all right. the insects flew away from it. all right fine so i, I got a i got a plus 1.101 coconut nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right moving on uh before before we leave i want to uh go to the first one that fell down and try to find my ring okay roll me an investigation <laughs> Listen, if I don't find this ring, we may need to do something really gross in a second. I just, I just, I just want to make sure we're picturing this right because he teleported that ring into that thing's brain. It's in his brain. Currently, currently, he is tearing that what. thing's head open. I tell you what, He's Oliver, got a rock, crunch, crunch. You describe how he searched this zombie. Okay, well, my my original thought was gonna be. That I'll walk over to the zombie and sort of look around the exterior of its head. And if I don't see the ring, I'm going to turn to Alagrax. You won't use that coconut? Uh, well, I, don't I think my ring's in here. Much. Well, um, <laughs> I got to find my ring. That was pretty cool. And uh, I want to do that again. Yeah, or you could just take a great sword and chop its brain. I think it's in its brain somewhere. So, I mean, that might be a little cleaner. I don't think I don't think this is gonna be clean at all. Yeah, I'll, anyways, but I'll, yeah, okay, fine. I'll, I'll slice its head open. Okay, I'm I'm not gonna look if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Make me. <an> attack. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a seven to hit. <laughs> <laughs> so you lift up your your great sword and you and you bring it down, uh, but. Its skull, for some reason, whatever creature it was in life, had a very thick and hardened skull, and you're unable to actually break through it. Okay, I'll let you take my ring away. <laughs> <laughs> I walk up and grab the head, and I'm gonna—I'm just gonna carry it for a bit. 
<laughs> it's still attached to the body. Do you want no, he cut his. He cut the heads off, didn't no, he? No, 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 no. That was cut. two of the last one. No, that was a, that was a first yeah, one. the first one. Okay, okay. Yeah, got it. So that means uh, if you want to carry the head, you have to cut the head off. Yep. Well, I only have daggers and a staff, so that would be kind of hard. I've got a short sword. I could, I could I handle feel, that. I feel like using a hard. dagger to cut someone's head off isn't too hard. It's, it's really not. Uh, well, so I'm like, going to give it a go, I guess. So go ahead and I'll, I'll <laughs> let you just cut his head off. I was going to see if he could crack through the skull. It was only DC 10. I mean, the hard part is cutting head. through the spinal column. You got you to hit that. Those notches just right. So you're going through the actual. Okay, cord. I went too far. I, this is I. I'm regretting. Or do I this. just put my fingers right up the nose and just <laughs> roll around and try to find it through them eyes or something? You can boil the head. Yeah, I'd probably I'd probably do that. Yeah, just <laughs> okay. Orifice in the face and just oh here it is. Well here you go, buddy. Oh. Okay, my so, hands just oozing. Okay, Carly, making a. a I'm, I'm, how about a strength check to like punch through? I guess. Dear God, what have we done? To, yeah. What have we done? <laughs> are you punching through the face, or are you trying to dig it? I'm going. Th- I'm going through like the nose or eyes or whatever. Okay, roll me a, an investigation check. <laughs> I guess. You know, a couple months ago when I saw you guys on Roll Twenty, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think I knew what well, I was getting myself into i'm having a hard time this is this is only an eight so that's pretty bad so you're able to get in there and dig around but it is it's just it's everywhere it's you can't really you've got one finger in but as you're digging around like you can't you can't really feel the ring so you can get your finger in there you've pushed his eyeball into his brain and you're digging it around and it's it's you know it's mostly just mush but you're you're not exactly sure where the ring is after he does that, I I just turn and vomit into the water. Like, oh, it's it's, it's okay, it's all right. I just, yeah, sorry, buddy. Let's just, leave it, let's just leave it here. This is this is awful. I just, you know, I did it once. That was cool. You know what happens? Let's, let's just leave it at that. You know what happens? <laughs> Carly trips and the and the skull falls onto a rock. It cracks open. There's a ring. Oliver has it back. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I don't want to do. I don't want to play this game. Let's keep. Thank moving. you. We were going to just let it go right there, man. I don't care. I opened too big of a rabbit hole. Oh, my God. <laughs> just remember, a zombie was fairly easy to get into. Just if you try to put it into like a snake head, it's going to get worse. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, what's y'all's marching order? Uh, I guess same as before would be all right. Yeah. Yep. We'd probably just yeah. stick to that. Same general all right. marching uh, order. Rain, roll me a perception check. Ooh, that's a 24. Very nice. So you guys are moving through. Allegrax is sort of just a little bit behind Rain. Rain's moving forward, then Oliver and Carly. Uh, Rain, as you're sort of pushing through, you're you're keeping an eye out for anything zombie-like or anything like that, any creatures that might cause a, a threat to you. Uh, one thing that you do notice is that closer to the sea... There weren't as many mushrooms as you're seeing now. You're starting to see quite a few more um, mushrooms uh, just sort of milling about. And you're starting to see, you know, the trees are getting thicker and bigger and older. And the creature sounds are are to a very fevered pitch as, as the days sort of worn on a little bit. When all of the sudden you come to a pond and in the middle of the pond is this large mound of of like grass and shrubs and vines and just any any sort of type of like low brush vegetation seems to have been tossed into the center of this small pond with that high perception, you do also notice on the opposite side of the pond is one of the vine creatures, not probably the same one, but the vine creatures from last night, as well as a couple of the two Twiggy guys. They notice you and begin walking towards you. 
Yeah. I pull my sword, crack my neck, and just mutter, uh, actually in Elvish, round two, fuckers. So I'm kind of pissed at you. <laughs> All right. I have a vendetta against plants right now. Rain, I will also give you this. The creatures are moving uh, towards you guys, and as they get closer and closer to the center of the pond, one of them steps on top of the, the mound, and it begins to shift and shake, and it rears up, and you see this long tendril wrap around this vine creature and throw it into the swamp. And the other two little twiggy guys that were there take off running and this giant maw made of like thick, like it's got teeth made of thick stumps and its mouth opens and a large bellow roars out. And it turns what you could suppose to be its head towards you and it spreads out two tendrils as if daring you to come towards and and Rain, with your high perception, you notice a sword stuck in the side of it. Do you want to engage or run? There's a sword Guys. stuck in the side of it? Yeah. Like, can you tell me, uh, describe the sword? Like, we're talking like old, like it's been there a while, shiny and it, new. It looks like it's been there a while from what you can tell. Uh, so Jack, yeah. you said it was gesturing, like it was beckoning towards us. It wasn't necessarily beckoning towards you, but it like throws its arms out, like as in, you know how Bane does it, Batman. Yeah. Like yeah, it's just sort of it's like roaring. God, I don't know how persuasive would you say that is? Uh, are you persuaded? <laughs> well, uh, I want to know. Are you saying we need to make wisdom saving throws? Uh, <laughs> no. My natural one tells me. I don't know what it, what that's for. But that tells me that I'm probably, you know, <laughs> I'm probably feeling pretty challenged right now. It is notice that you have enroached on its territory. I'm going to walk in front of him. Hey, uh, is this really a good idea? This is definitely not what we're looking for. And we almost died before, but we were attacked. So we could probably just go away. Mm. I'm going to I'm going to see how wise I'm feeling. What are you what are you mm. rolling for? What are you trying to figure out? I mean, I I, I was just rolling for my I, I like to make myself a little vulnerable. So I, I'm, I'm trying to roll wisdom for myself to see if I think it's a good idea to engage. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> roll to engage. Is this tree similar to the one from before? So it's not a tree. It is a, a mass of vegetation that all seems to have just been shoved into this form. The, the way it looks, as if it's been shoved. You want to roll me a nature check? Yeah, let's roll the nature check. Please let me roll. Ooh, 19. Rain, in your travels and actually in the stories of the elves of your wood, they've actually spoken of this creature to you before. Some in horror stories, some in like, you know, bedtime fairy tales. And up until this point, you weren't necessarily sure that they existed. You know this to be a shambling mound. Uh, the creature mm. itself is very territorial. It does not like things that comes into its territory. It basically feeds on any organic material and it just consumes everything as it moves plants, animals, anything that can't escape it, it tries to consume it. And you notice looking around with that 24-year-old earlier that the edges of the pond, the grass in a circle slowly, what looks to be expanding is dying. Yeah. Okay. So this thing is an overgrown weed. Well, you know what we do to weeds. Walk, <laughs> walk around them? Gotta pluck them out by their roots. We cut them down. I, I, w I would like to uh, return the roar of the Shambling Mound. And obviously, Cape is going to be billowing as I let out a <laughs> mighty roar. Go ahead. Uh, roar. <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to like, intimidate it or anything? 
Yeah, we, we, I can try to do it. I mean, I would do a roar, but like it's midnight here and everyone in my house is sleeping. Uh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I hope, I hope you'll forgive me this I one time. This one. Just growl, man. Just growl. <laughs> All right. Um, make a make a intimidation check. I think I'm just gonna make it a straight one. Fuck yeah, man. Uh, let's see. That's gonna be a 19 plus eight is 27. 27. It rolled a natural one. <laughs> it is. It looks at you, sees the cape bellowing, hears the power uh, in your voice and the throatiness coming off of you. And it thinks that maybe this isn't a fight it can win and slowly begins moving away from you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I suppose that solves that. Nothing to it. (laughs) You kind of scared me a little bit. (sighs) Sorry, Carly. You're still my buddy, though. Right. Right then. Um, like I guess we can uh, move on. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I suppose let's let's keep going. Keep a little bit of a berth. <laughs> I'd like to get back to the Oriole and you know hang out with my buddies. Mm. As much as I want to fight this thing. Eh. We can't. We can't fight every creature. We'll run out of abilities. <laughs> run Speak out of stamina. <laughs> All right. So you guys move around the pond and head towards the northeast again. Making it's a little slow going, just considering the amount of time that it takes you to sort of move through the swamp. Make some more perception checks. Yeah, make a perception check or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, roll me. Do a, what you want, dude. Do whatever you want. Uh, roll me a perception check. All right, let's roll perception. Oof, not one. All right, so my luck, my luck had to run dry. At some point. I mean, you're doing good. So you're moving through. And you guys begin, actually, Rain, you begin climbing up this hill when all of a sudden it moves beneath you. And the hill uh, moves? The hill moves. And it is a dark black hill covered in like swamp, like trails of like swamp and stuff. But it begins moving. Roll me a dexterity check. Just a straight dex check? Dex check, yep. 19. All right, so as the hill sort of shakes and moves beneath you, you're able to jump off of it before it raises up too much. Um, And the other three of you, and now Rain, standing, watching this hill move, see a long neck connected to it and two great black wings spread off of the back of it. And this giant head lifts up and turns over to you. And you are facing down at the barrel of a black dragon. Well... Run, run, run. we need to run, we need to run. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's just looking at you. Me and Algras do speak draconic, so... As do I. Mm. I'm hiding behind you guys. to me, Carly. All right, yeah. Hey, t- talk to this guy, man. Looks pretty uh, <laughs> brutal. Uh, yeah, it seems. Uh, I, I think maybe we can uh, make him not kill us. Yeah, I- I'd like that. I'm like forty yeah. feet away. <laughs> <laughs> I dash. I double dash. <laughs> <laughs> Do we start with a hello? <laughs> I, I mean, oh, I, I guess. Uh, he opens his mouth and roars at you, and you feel his hot breath covering you and like almost flowing through you and around you and past you. And then he closes his mouth and looks at you. You know what? I look him dead in the eye, smile, and just like tap my chest and like. Bring it, bitch. Intraconic. 
You say you say bring it, bitch, in draconic. Yes. Please no. I'm sixty feet away. <laughs> Don't. It's a black dragon. Okay. They, they kill people like us on principle. Okay. Like he, or rather, the dragon puts his puts his snout right up to you. I'm I'm also hoping that uh, he he'll be you. so amused by my pure baldiness that maybe he'll let us go. <laughs> Oliver is convinced that Rain's gonna die. <laughs> right up in front of your face. Jack, what what do I maybe know from my heritage about uh the customs of black dragons? Roll me, a, do like a, roll me a history check. Let's see. Real fucking quick. That's a, a, a 19. So, maybe not necessarily the customs of black dragons, but you have heard of a black dragon that lives in the Mare of Dead Men. You know that there is a cult that at one time, and may still be, working with this black dragon for one reason or another. You're not entirely sure why, but you know it's called the Black Death. The cult of the dragon, Cell of Lilan, has requested a black dragon's aid in the search for a mausoleum belonging to Miracle, or rather his his avatar. Alright. So, um, that's what you got. And he is Interesting. in front of Rain's face, and he's he sniffs a little bit. I'm just staring, not breaking eye contact. Full eye contact, staring the dragon down. And he opens his large maw. <laughs> you are brave, half-elf. <laughs> I will give you that. Come, come, call your little friend back. You have not to fear from me. <laughs> Oliver's in a bush. Little one, little one. Not anything goes beyond mine eye in this swamp. You may return to your friends unharmed. <laughs> and uh, he sort of spreads his wings and shakes them a little bit and then folds him, folds them back along his back and sits... Uh, sits down in front of you guys, a full, probably about four or five stories tall. This is a adult black dragon sitting in front of you. He's his skin uh, and scales rather are uh, black, but they're shiny and dark, and as if you're staring into nothingness. Yeah, I I slowly back up back into my group and uh, out of the corner of my mouth, in common say. Mama always said bravery was 10% courage and 90% pure, unadulterated stupidity. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? May I ask, are you doing in my swamp? (laughs) Oliver's come back up by now, but he's hiding behind Allegrax. He's he's speaking in common. He's speaking in common? Uh, um, I'm, go- I'm going to respond and come in. Uh, greetings, Fire Sky. We've come to this uh, the swamp seeking. Wait, what did you? Call what it? we believe to be uh, Fire Sky. Fire Sky. It's, uh, okay. it's an honorific. Okay. Yeah, I could say it in Draconic, but okay, I got. If you speak in common, then for the benefit of others. Yeah. Yeah, I actually spent time thinking of this, <laughs> but no. <laughs> so um. <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, peace. Uh, we came to the swamp seeking uh, what we believe to be a lich, a source of an infestation in these lands. A lich, you say? Indeed. Haven't noticed any liches round here. Otherwise, the undead would be running rampant. Luckily for me, and for the very few, very foolish, who brave my swamp, there hasn't been a lich here for years. Have you seen something that, like, sucks people's blood out? There are many things in this swamp that will drain the life force from you. Leeches? Yeah, we met one of them. You've met a leech. Congratulations. It was a weird tree. 
Ah, yes, the hangman's noose. Did you burn it down? Tried. We tried. We tried. It won't burn. That means no. Yeah. (laughs) That's fine. No. Don't worry about that. I sure don't. And as long as you don't fancy buy it again for the next few days, you should be all right. I think we have no intention of crossing its path. A smart boy. Tell me, young one, what direction are you heading? Uh, We head towards the northeast. Northeast, you say? Pray tell, what is your name? I am Allegrax of the Dardendrian clan. Hmm, Dardendrian, your name is known, even to me in my humble swamp. You've traveled far. Indeed. I seek many things, most of which cannot be found from the comforts of home. What about your friends? What names do they possess, if any? I point to them. I go by Rainstorm Star. Rainstorm Star? Uh, I, I'm a Carly. Uh, you, you're pretty, pretty cool looking. You're, you're pretty magnificent. Uh, it's nice to meet you. And I'm sure it's nice to meet you too, Carly. Oliver. He doesn't know your fucking name. <laughs> Please cut that out. I was just going to be like, how do you know my name? Oliver, <laughs> don't, dude, don't you know, Oliver? We used to fucking hang out, bro. I was that lizard. No? Please cut this shit out. God damn it. All right. So he looks He looks at you and you, halfling. I'll uh, lower my hood. And, um, um, all of us, huh? It's, it's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> you don't have to lie to me, boy. I can see your boots shaking from here. My name is <laughs> Boragamatha. That's what it is, guys. I practiced it. I liked it. So you're searching for, you say a lich, yet there is not one here. Could be searching for something else, mayhap. Something under the guise of a lich. It's a distinct possibility. Do you know of anything masquerading as such? Mayhaps. You said that you're headed to the northeast. You must be curious about the lives being taken along the road. We are indeed. There is such a creature in my swamp that I have not yet had time to ferret out. He lives to the northeast in a dank and dark castle, moves only at night, drains the life force. Just as you speak of. Does he ever go to the ocean? I'm sure he might pop out there if he were truly, truly hungry. To my knowledge, he came in from the ocean, set up camp in my swamp, and refuses to leave. Hmm. It seems like we have a common goal, then. Yes. I do have a request. Since you're already on this mission to rid my swamp, I had uh, another request for such brave adventurers. Hmm. Surely we can be of service? I should hope so. I'd hate for any rudeness to come between us. Hmm. Surely not. Have you heard of the twin crown of Uthtawa? Hmm. I can't say I have. Uh, you guys can roll history if you guys want to. No, can't say I have either. I got a six. Fif- uh, Fifteen to beat. I got an eighteen. I got, I got a ten. Fifteen, exactly. So, Allegrax, you have heard of this crown. You, it is said to be the exact copy, the exact same, essentially, as the twin crown of Yarlith. They were created at the same time, and they, as long as the two people wearing them or two creatures wearing them are twins, then they have empathetic links between them. That's the most that you know about it. They can basically hear each other's thoughts. Interesting. I guess one, ah, yes, uh, Crown of Uthdal is the brother of Yarlith, correct? You're wise beyond your years, young one. Yes, that is correct. I have been searching for said crown for many, many moons. Many seasons have passed, and yet it still escapes my grasp. 
Some of the underground tomes and crypts that lie here from the Troll Wars I'm unable to get into. Now, if you were able to recover said crown, bring it back to me. Well, there might be a reward in there for you. Hmm, a reward, you say? I have collected many jewels and gold and items over my lifespan. Certain things might be of interest to you. Do you have a fire ring? I have many rings, young Janassi. Do you have one that gives you fire powers? I tell you what, I will discuss the inventory of my hoard if you can bring the crown back to me. Hmm. All right, we'll, we'll do it. Those are the terms. Excellent, excellent. Glad to hear it. A balanced request. And then from there, we can discuss payment. I think that's in order. Excellent. I'm glad that we came to this agreement. Now, the direction you're heading, the Northeast will lead you in the rough direction that you need to go. What you want to look for is a black obelisk. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's a lot of zombies around it. Shouldn't be a problem for us. It's about a day's journey from here to the northeast. Out of curiosity, when you would you say a lot of zombies? Are, are we talking like 20, 30? Are we talking like a freaking army? I'll tell you this. And he bends down and his face gets right close to yours. It's a lot for me. See, I was afraid you were going to say that. Interesting. How many Molotovs do you have? (laughs) I believe I still have seven. All right, well, that's a start. Yeah, those will come in handy. How many did you give to Loki? Five. And how many did you have originally? Uh, Twelve. Yeah, and then didn't you use one or give one to Rain or something? No, uh, I gave one to someone else. Because he had given one to me, and then I gave it to someone else. That was some time ago. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, you used it against a yeah. tree, didn't you? Yeah, I think so. Yep, so I, I had 13 originally, because I had 10, and then we found those three bottles from oh, Leon that I turned into them. Okay. That's where I gave you. five to Loki. Gotcha, you, gotcha, you, gotcha. And then you used one on the tree. All right. Okay, yep. cool. I was like, where? I, I thought he only had 10. He used one, he used five, I was like, uh, okay, yeah, that, that tracks. Now, if you don't mind, I have things to do, and I'd rather not do them around you. No offense, but please move on. And he gestures with the claw sort of dismissively and, and turns away from you. While I walk away, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask him, oh, hey, could, could I use, like, your image as a as an illusion because I, I like magic and I want to show people you because you're pretty cool. Would, would that be okay? Actually, no. Terribly sorry. Okay. Actually, I'm not sorry. I'm a giant dragon. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I try to remain more hidden. I'm a very private dragon and would very much appreciate it if you weren't showing me off to everybody. Now, there are other okay. black dragons. If you just wanted to do a black dragon, that's fine. But me specifically, you see I have this, the, the scale pattern's different than other black dragons. Like, black dragons are sort of like this, and then I'm like this. And I part my wings a little bit, <laughs> too. My eyes are auburn, so it's very beautiful. What if you were glowing purple a little bit? Would that be okay? See him sort of lean back and cock his head to the side. Yeah, that'd be fine. That sounds cool. I can dig on that, man. <laughs> Cool, man. I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to show that to everybody because you're awesome and you're going to be purple glowing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That's fine. Now, um, if, if you don't mind, I was taking a nap. That's the private thing that I had to do. I'm really tired. I was up all night looking for this stupid crown. If you don't mind, goodbye. Just move on. I grabbed Carly and I'm like, come on. Because the nice dragon has decided not to turn us into kebabs. Uh, he, he's pretty nice. Yeah, you're right. 
don't want to hang around for him to change his mind. Come on, let's go. Al- Allegrax is just thrown by the lack of formality in this conversation. <laughs> it goes against everything he's ever he's ever known. Well, you know, black dragons uh, normally don't talk to anybody at all. So that should have given you a clue right off the bat that this is not a normal black dragon. They, I mean, they do an eating. They do a very, a very big eating. Yeah. Frankly, the the fact that uh, my bluff worked at all should have been a big hint that there was something weird about this particular black dragon. Yeah. 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 I'm just Algrax is still stunned. <laughs> so informal he like puts a claw up to your back and like begins to scoot you away like uh, <laughs> uh, Carly's pretty happy he's, uh, he's kind of okay. skipping and he's he's like looking at his hand you can see some magic kind of forming it's like yeah all right let's go come on all right and he he sort of he, he lays back down but he watches he watches all four of you for as long as you can see him he's looking in your direction <laughs> and you guys slowly he slowly disappears from view as you guys move into the woods I sincerely hope I did not make a long term impression well <laughs> this flies in the face of every interaction I've ever had with dragons well he seemed pretty cool I like him unusually so yes as soon as we're far enough away that we can't see him and I'm reasonably confident he can't see us just letting the stress out of my body are you guys uh, still moving through the, the swamp, I suppose? Yeah, we got a, yeah. a day's walk. So you guys continue trekking through, and the, the sun, from what you can tell from the little light, is it comes up, and you guys are moving through. Rain, roll me a perception check. Hopefully it'll roll well this time. Nine. Not going to cut it. Not a, you get sliced. Not a one. Vienna Jones style. So you're moving through and keeping an eye out, and you're looking into the swamp, and every once in a while you're catching an eye or something, and you come across this creature. It's a four-legged deer, essentially, that is laying not necessarily in in the sort of path that you're working through, but it's a little bit off to the side, and it looks... Hmm. Something tells me we're moving in the right direction. I mean, that's all the information that there is. If you guys want to keep it, okay. mm. yeah. yep. Moving on. <laughs> you guys continue moving and moving and moving, and the sun continues its trek across the sky and slowly begins to sink down below the horizon. Roll me one more perception check, Rain. 16. You're pushing through, and the path that you've been taking has been getting worse. Like, the, the roots have been tearing it up, the trees are growing closer together, and you're just, you're basically crawling over these giant roots, and so you're, they're moving very slowly through this terrain. And as the sky sinks down, you notice off to your left that it sort of clears out a little bit and you can sort of see a structure made of stone through the trees. Okay, I'm going to make my way towards that. Okay, so you guys see rain just cut off to the left. Are you guys going to follow or, or, or wait? Yeah, I'm behind him. Go ahead, say. I guess so, yeah. Yep. You approach what is essentially... And as you get closer to it, you see it's sort of raising up in front of you. It's essentially half of what once was a fortress. The right side of it has sort of crumpled and fallen over. It's It was essentially just a square. And it had four lookouts on each point. The walls themselves were probably about 30 feet high. But the right side seems to have crumbled down. There are windows probably about 10 feet up and the front door what was once the front door has also crumbled to the ground hmm well looks like the door is open 
Looks like the yeah. door is non-existent. Interesting. Well, it would be rude of us to not go in when the door is wide open for us. Yeah, it's only manas, right? Mm, Walk of course. Yeah, maybe they have snacks. Sure, Carly. Yeah. Sure. Carly, if they have snacks, it's, it's probably us. Tell you what, Carly, if you do good today, I'll give you a scone. Oh, that would... Yeah, okay. I'm doing great today. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, he did fall into the swamp. I mean, my... my they're obviously tightly wrapped. Oh, now they're tightly wrapped. Okay, I don't know if I can wreck on that <laughs> man, but we might have... Well, I remember the lady wrapped them for like a half an hour. Yeah. She was oh, yeah. So she wrapped them yeah. very well. Yeah, but what did she wrap them in? I mean, it doesn't matter. All right, so are you guys... Wax paper. Vacuum. <laughs> it's vacuum sealed. Vacuum yeah. sealed. Oh, my God. Tupperware. Vacuums do not exist in this realm, as far as I know. Carly would eat it anyway. He doesn't Carly, care. Carly would eat it. All right, so are you guys going into the uh, the keep? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you guys step essentially across the door because it has fallen down in the front. To the left, you walk into um, a courtyard. The right side, though, basically the tower that was to your right as you were looking at it has crumbled, but only that corner has crumbled. The rest of it is still pretty sturdy directly into the back of it the courtyard itself sorry i i have adhd guys so i have to go back and describe things just bear with me same dude i get it you've got basically 40 feet deep and 40 feet wide it's a perfect square you guys are at the base of it and looking forward there are what appear to be barracks at the back where people would would sleep um, to the left, looks like there were some sort of covered stables, basically. Uh, there is a walkway going around the interior of the walls all the way around. And that's basically all that you can see. Hmm. And we don't see a, uh, a large black obelisk anywhere? Surprisingly, no. You didn't walk through the entire army of zombies. I mean, I, I was hoping maybe they were, like, on vacation in Florida. So, uh, did you say any of the uh, the watchtowers were intact? Two out of four of them are. So the front right one, the, sorry, the bottom right one, yeah, um, is completely crumbled. And then the upper left one, so to, if you're looking straight to the back, yeah, it's to your left, not not your immediately left, sorry, forty five degree angle to your left. The top of it is crumpled. The wall is still standing. Okay. So there are two that are still up. One that's to your immediate left, and then one to your 45 degree right at the back wall. I'm assuming they're about the same height. They're the exact same height. All right, so I'm gonna pick the one that hopefully a little more looks a little more intact and stable, and I'm gonna try to shimmy up to the top of it. There is a old rusty metal ladder. Basically, you go inside, you push through this door, and it's a 10 foot radius circle and there is a steel, uh, a metal ladder that leads all the way to the top all 50 feet so the towers are 50 feet high walls are 40 30 feet high sorry um, so if you want to climb up you can make a uh, dexterity check I think can I use athletics yeah that's fine athletics or acrobatics either one like parkour like 20 20 make it up shift it up <laughs> real quick so you're, you're standing at the top of, of this tower and you're sort of looking out over the swamp. And aside from the immediate vicinity of this of this fortress, this like stone uh, keep, you can't really see anything. Darkness has begun to set over the swamp and the trees are so close together and so tall that you can't really get a far off distance. Okay. Uh, but if you want them, you can still make a perception check. You might be able to see something, but as of right now, it's it's starting to get dark. I'll make a quick perception check. Okay, go ahead. Just to see if I can see anything at all. 19. You see a couple creatures um, stalking in the swamp. They're not necessarily interested in you, uh, but they look like natural beasts as opposed to, to any like actively attacking creatures like maybe there's uh, a panther here or there i'm not sure what swamp creatures there are sorry i should have looked that up but anyways um just basic wildlife 
that you see for right now. Okay. I, I shimmy back down and I'm going to be like, I say we set up for the night. Wouldn't be wise. There's some big stuff out there. Uh, this, honestly, this place looks like a good place that we could probably set up shop for the night. Yeah, it looks like a good camp. Nice and defendable. Yeah, no twig people, huh? Yeah. Plus we got two watchtowers, so that'll help out. How how big are the watchtowers? Like how like the square footage? So they're they're fifty feet high, and then they're probably about they're on each corner, and they're about ten feet around. Mm. Just to remind you guys, there were some barracks at the back, and then there are some like um, overhanging of stables. Yeah, I want to I want to examine the barracks. Okay, Can I do that. Yeah, absolutely. So Allegrax, you move. There's three. There's one to the one on the left, one in the center, one to the right. Which ones do you want to check? Hmm. Let's go to the left. Nothing left to chance. Okay. <laughs> Roll me an investigation check. Investigation is uh, plus one, so an 18. 18. All right. So you push open the door. And about halfway through, it gets it gets stuck. You feel like it's bogged down. So it gets it gets a little stuck, a little jammed, but you manage to squeeze your way in. Do you have dark vision as a dragonborn? Uh, no, I don't. But I can like just light up a torch. Okay, so it, it is dark in here, and you can't really see anything. So yeah, if you want to light a torch up, that's fine, right? Yeah, I'll light a torch. All right, so you light a torch, and it cascades this orangish reddish glow around the room, and there is not much in here. There's some raggedy beds in here. There's probably about 20 of them. And then there is, there are some like foot lockers. Um, they all look, most of them have been like rotted away and crumpled. And there is like a small puddle in there as well that seems to be seeping in. There doesn't appear to be anything of, of real value. You do notice at the end of the barracks, basically, you entered on the left, left side. You entered on the left one on the left side. You look all the way down and there's like racks and racks of armor. Well, not racks and racks, but it's armor racks. And they have like three or four like armor sets on them. None of them appear to be in any usable condition. In fact, you reach to touch one and it's pauldrons or sorry, baldurs. What is on the shoulder? They crumble beneath your touch. Well, that's a shame. Hmm. Is somebody else going to check out the center ones? Yeah, I'll take a look. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna sort of skip through this. There's there's not much in there. You guys all discover sort of the same situation. Some raggedy beds. Some are better off than others, but not not to a great degree. And there are there's maybe like some rusty swords laying around and a couple pieces of armor. But it appears that the fortress or the keep was abandoned before it was ever attacked. And this, it, from from what you guys can tell, it's been centuries. Like, there's moss climbing over the walls, there are vines creeping up it. There's nothing in decent repair in this, other than the three walls that are still standing. Well, that's a sham. Guess we better hunker down for the night. Yeah, these beds look more comfortable in the ground, so this is as good a place as any. Mm. Unless, since... Since I got a full night's sleep last night, I'll take the first watch. Sure. Let me know if you find any bed bugs. Alright, you guys, uh, bed down for the evening. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. A quick announcement to make, the DM of Fate's Grip will be on the next episode with us. It was a super fun session and his character is pretty awesome. If you want to say hey to us, ask us a question, or just talk, you can find us on Twitter at LastNerdsEarth and on Facebook and Instagram at LastNerdsOnEarth. If you like the show and would like to give us some support, our Patreon has some pretty cool benefits, including a shout-out on the show, naming an NPC, and playing a one-shot with us. Also, coming down the road will be some exclusive content that we are pretty excited about. That's all I can say for now. Thanks again for listening. See you next week.
this flies in the face of every interaction I've ever had with dragons. Well, he seemed pretty cool. I like him. Unusually so, yes. As soon as we're far enough away that we can't see him and I'm reasonably confident he can't see us, just letting the stress out of my body. Like, I just kind of have oh, to. gross. <laughs> <laughs> Green mist comes off of him. Dude, I know we like, curse a lot and stuff, but like, let's keep it a little like, below X rated, please. I know we've got the explicit tag, but please don't be releasing stress <laughs> all over our listeners, okay? <laughs> well, you were the one playing with your phallus last time. I stopped. I, stopped. <laughs> that was, I was ashamed. <laughs> all right. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs>